Sweet. Now that's gone. It's all good stuff. How's everybody doing today? Hello? Ah, oh, we're good. Gabe. Gabe, are you okay? Yeah, I'm here. You sure? Yeah, why? You got really free rolling on being quiet? Yeah, that's that's a first. Since when? Uh since today. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Alrighty, well, um, we are here. We are back. Everybody got the agenda open. Man, I'm looking at uh lunch lunch bags right now, like lunch boxes and shit. Okay. Because mine's kind of banged up for work, and I found this like Spider-Man waterproof tote. It's obviously for kids, right? Okay. But it's hilarious because the fucking <laughs> so the eyes are there, right? Okay. And then it has like a handle. And it looks like Spider-Man has been blessed with a third eye or some shit. <laughs> this huh. shit's so dumb. Hang on, let me fucking post it in here so you guys can see it. Click on that okay. link and look at how dumb this shit is. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> really dumb. If, you, if you look at it upside down, it looks like a very hungry Spider-Man. It does look like a very hungry Spider-Man. A sad hungry Spider-Man. Sad hungry yeah. Spider-Man. That's okay. I'm sad when I'm hungry too. You've got a spider fucking forehead tattoo. It looks like Spider-Man's scared because he has a spider on his forehead. But he's also hungry and he doesn't know how to which issue to address first. Yeah, he's got a lot of things going on. A lot Poor of guy. Plate. A lot Me too. Of plate. Not but, actually, uh, but like you know, like okay. the existential dread. Mm. We have officially degraded from Second City Kids to. A f- First town adults. This banter going on. Oh wow. Good one, buddy. I try, I try. Hold on, let me go um close my window real quick. Give me a second. Why is this dude closing the windows? Talk he's, talk, he's, talk. Make sure you guys are silent Apple video. fan. He's gotta highlight silence the haters, man. He's shining. <laughs> oh yeah, you have <laughs> there's people outside of Jake's house yelling, talking about stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> yelling sucks. Stop. <laughs> oh man. How did window closing Yahoy. go? Yahoy, we are back. Are you getting old? You guys, uh, ready? Yeah. Go. Oh. What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Second City Kids podcast, episode number one hundred and fifty-eight. One five eight. Oh, he's stealing your thunder, Gabe. You're gonna let him do Man, Greg, check yourself. <laughs> yeah, right. Uno cinco ocho. There you there go. go. I'll yeah, be the thinking. Telemundo broadcaster. Nice. That's good. Interesting. Interesting. So yeah, we are back on a wonderful day on the south side of Chicago, Illinois. It has been several weeks since we have uh, rolled sound just due to the fact that uh, we don't have a whole lot to talk about over the last several weeks, but we are here to talk now. And uh, I'm your host, Jacob. And with me today, I have my usual cast of characters. Guys, go ahead and introduce yourselves. It's me, Greg. (laughs) I'm a... It's me, Gabe. Yeah. Wow. I'm a trash of Call of Duty Greg, according uh-huh. to Jake. <laughs> Shut up. All right. So, um, yeah, so we're back. All right. So uh, before we get started into the, the big boy agenda, which mostly is gaming-centric, I imagine it would be pretty deep on that. Um, how's everybody's last couple of weeks been? Uh, Hello? Good. They've been, been good. It's been good, huh? Yeah. So what y'all don't know is that Gabe just woke up from a nap and he's... He's uh, he's 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 tired. He's won't be Gabe right now. I uh, <laughs> well yeah, cause I asked and then you didn't reply immediately, and I was like laying down and I was like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, no. 
I was in the middle of a, of a live stream. We'll talk about that near the end of the, the, end of the thing about, but uh, yeah, man, I was in the middle of all that, so I was kind of in the zone, you know? Bro, yeah. should I get a lunchbox that looks like Woody from Toy Story? Like his uh, shirt, I should specify. Uh, like the flannel? You know what? Thing? I'm a grown-ass man. Yeah, the flannel with like the cowhide vest. Oh, yeah, sure. Why not? I'm a grown-ass yeah. man. I could do what I want. Absolutely, Peter you can. Mike Wazowski one, man. Oh. Which was just the giant eyeball. Yeah, the giant eyeball. That'll be the eye. That the the little handle. That way, Carhartt makes, sense. makes lunchboxes. Oh my god! How are the emo girls not all over this yet? Huh. Interesting. Alrighty. So I'm glad that you guys had a good couple of weeks. That's 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 good. Let's go ahead and get started into this agenda for today. Um, a couple of things to notate. We're going through um movies, TVs, and books. So let's go ahead and start talking about it. Um, uh, we got Kingdom Hearts a TV show coming out. Uh, I believe, I think it said HBO was picking it up, I think. HBO is just picking up everything these days, I believe. Um, but yeah, it's Kingdom Hearts, uh, in partnership with Disney, obviously, due to the, you know, the fact that it's all Disney owned stuff. And, uh, I was just wondering what you guys thought about it. Mm, uh, the, you know, I once watched a YouTube video called the, uh, Kingdom Hearts Lore Explained. <laughs> and it was still like an hour and 38 minutes. Absolutely insane. Um, I think there's a lot going on with Kingdom Hearts, and I think Kingdom Hearts 3 didn't do as well as people wanted it to do. Um, so it kind of makes sense that they're trying to uh, maybe like reappropriate the franchise and try and make money off it through other mediums, I guess. It's not the worst idea, but it's also one of those, like, how are you going to pull this off thing? Greg? Yeah. Well, I mean, I have, I've never played a Kingdom Hearts game, but... Um... Hmm. Uh, it's a TV show, I guess. You know, not, it's not ch- a game, so it's ch- got to be a TV show. <laughs> yeah, just chalk it up to the board for Disney. When uh, when you say it didn't do well, like, would you did you say like like commercially it didn't do well, or like how was the reviews? I didn't really even hear anything. About uh, the reviews it. are kind of mixed, man. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of people kind of upset with the. Uh, you know, I, granted, I didn't play it. I'm not a big Kingdom Hearts fan, mm-hmm. but. Um, Oh man, I lost my train of thought. I gotta. <laughs> oh man, Gabe's tired, guys. Yeah. Um, it there was apparently disappointment amongst the game itself mm-hmm. and the way it wrapped up stories mm-hmm. and things of that nature. Like sure. I said, I didn't personally play it, but it's a pretty big franchise, and mm-hmm. it's one of those where you're not going to satisfy everyone. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Well, that's that's for sure. Alrighty. Well, yeah, I just thought it'd kind of be something that we would talk about. Next up, uh, Ryan Gosling is rumored to be playing a universal monster. Uh, one of the same, well, no, actually, well, we've done that a bazillion times. Wolfman. So. Mm, yeah, that's the one. That is the indeed the one. Oh, like actually? Yeah, he's actually, the Wolfman is actually the one that he's being rumored to play. And um, I was just wondering what you guys thought about it. I mean, obviously, I'm a big fan of these universal monster movies. We've talked about that in the past. And I, uh, I think it should be interesting. I, th- I don't think Ryan Gosling is a bad actor or anything like that. And I think oh, he's a phenomenal actor. I think he we don't he doesn't get enough love on this podcast, honestly. And yeah, he, he got the looks, man. Just like uh, take like some wads of like dog fur, you know, like when you brush your dog, take some some of that and like hot glue it to this man's chest, and you're good. Yeah, uh, I think he has the the depth to be able to cover such a deep character because the Wolfman, I think, arguably is one of the more in depth emotionally kind of of the whole franchise, the original at least, the original set. And uh, I think he can pull it off. I think it'll be a, a job well done by him. But yeah, this is just a rumor uh, right now. And uh, I was just wondering uh, what our opinions were on it. Greg, what is your familiarity with the Universal Monsters? Have you watched them? Or do you care about them? What's going on with that? I don't know what you mean by Universal Monsters, but 
what what is it what what defines a universal monster? Like, universal see, like the company, how yeah. they did like Dracula, oh. uh Frankenstein the, Frankenstein and those in like the nineteen twenties, thirties, forties, things of the, that nature. Oh, I mean I'm I am i am pretty sure I've seen I'm I'm assuming they they had to have played some of them on Spangoolie, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, probably. Well, I've probably seen them because I used to watch Spangoolie a lot in my younger years. But I, I just mean... came for the rubber chicken, man. <laughs> yeah, and the and the mascara around the eye. That's what got me into my emo phase. Um, cool. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything to say. I th- I do enjoy Ryan Gosling, and I guess. I don't know really what the what's the difference between Wolfman and a werewolf is. I feel like they're the same thing, but if they can do something in depth with it, yeah, I mean, why not? Okay, cool, excellent. All right, so I actually saw a film that I wanted to see in theaters. Uh, then the world quickly devolved into a mountain of bullshit. So let's uh, let's talk about it. Uncut Gems. It is uh, Adam Sandler's newest movie, but it's not an Adam Sandler movie, if that makes sense. Uh, and uh, it stars a character who is just a total scumbag, right? And uh, the guy who can't help but to make his situation worse. And uh, the movie uh, is, you know, Adam Sandler is the lead, and he's just the type of guy that you cheer for for some reason. Like, you can't even put a finger on why you are cheering for him. But what you can can say is that every single decision he makes is the wrong one, all right? And uh, it's just an escalating series of events, and the story in the movie just takes you on this roller coaster ride of a guy who constantly is living on the edge and uh cannot win for the sake of winning. Like you know what I mean? Like he just can't he can't get his shit together under any circumstances. And uh with an excellent supporting cast, um Julia Fox being the bigger biggest one. She was uh, like his girlfriend, I guess, in the film. And uh it's just a train wreck of a movie, but in a good way. It's like a fucking two hour long fucking anxiety attack of a film. And uh have you guys seen this yet or no? No, it's on my list. It's on not. your list? Yeah, so I would definitely 100% recommend it. I think um Adam Sandler shows that he can do more than just kind of his silly Adam Sandler movies. And granted, there is a little bit of that because the, the movie was kind of written for him to play this kind of play this character. Um So he has a little bit of his mannerisms and stuff like that in it. But ultimately, it shows a character with a lot of depth. And like I said, no matter what he does... Uh, the moment he gets a little bit of a head, he just tosses it right down the fucking well and can't even help himself. And it's just a fucking question. Go ahead. In the hierarchy, would you put this movie above or below click? For Adam Sandler? That is a good question, actually. It is a, it is above click by like a fucking mile, bro. Mm, Are we talking about the same click here? Yes. The one with Kate Beckinsale and, uh, Christopher Walken? And Bed Bath and Beyond. And Bed Bath and Beyond, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's way, way better than that. It's not, like I said, it's not exactly an Adam Sandler movie. It, th- these things are not really played. They're not intentionally funny. If they, anything is funny, uh, it's just because it's re- absolutely ridiculous. Situationally. Yeah, it's what this guy puts himself through, the situations that he puts himself, himself in that makes him funny because he's just fucking ridiculous and can't control him. His, his All right, demons. so you're saying that you can find this movie and Adam Sandler both in the Beyond section. Sure. All right, what's your rating for it? Uh, I'd say A plus, honestly. Oh wow! Uh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's one of my more favorite movies I've seen recently, uh, and I think uh, I think I don't think he got any nods for it, but I think he should have because Adam Sandler proven that he could actually act. You know, he 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 goes beyond just his Adam Sandler movies. It's not Little Nicky, it's not fucking uh, Big Daddy, it's something different. And uh, from what I understood originally, 
uh, because Adam Sandler, I guess his agent read the script. And he's like, absolutely not. Uh, they were actually going to get Jonah Hill to, to play that character. And uh, I guess Adam looked at over the script. He's like, no, no, we're fucking doing this. And that's exactly what happens. So, um, yeah, it, it's a, it's a really good movie. It's on Netflix. I would hundred percent recommend for everybody to check this movie out. It's one of my favorite movies I've seen in quite some time. And, uh, yeah, it's just brilliant. It's just brilliant storytelling, brilliant pacing by the light. I had to tell, I was trying to tell Adrian multiple times that I need, that I needed to stop because I just couldn't take all the anxiety that was wrapped up into the story. So I would hundred percent recommend this film. Good copy, sir. Talk to me about these, uh, two gentlemen by the name of Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted, they got a new film coming out. Uh, I believe they dropped some teasers for it. It looks absolutely hilarious. Uh, Bill and Ted, obviously, it was a franchise in the 80s where these two slacker, uh, goofball, rock star wannabe kind of characters get themselves into a series of crazy events that aren't even logical in any way, shape, or form, most of which involving a telephone booth. And uh, yeah, they're back. Uh, we've talked about this previously. Uh, Keanu Reeves is, and I forget the other gentleman's name, but they are also reprising their roles. And uh, yeah, it looks like a whole lot of fun. Who would have thought? Bill and Ted back in uh, 2020, you know? Hell yeah. I think with everything considering, I think it's like probably the 23rd uh, most off-the-wall thing that's happened this year so far. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't even crack the like, top 20. Absolutely yeah. not. But I definitely don't think uh, most people would have thought that this would have legs, but I guess it did, you know? Good for them. I'm happy for them. Good copy. Let's talk some gaming news because we did have a couple big announcements this week. We did. Um PlayStation, the big PlayStation event came around. We got a solid look at the PlayStation 5, the controller, things of that nature. Um, so how does everybody feel about this $600 router? Well, we don't know the exact price for it yet. Uh, everything that has been coming out about it is strictly speculation, though I do believe that you are on the mark with the price. In the ballpark, yeah, I'd you're imagine. Def- you're definitely in the ballpark, I believe. Uh, and yeah, from... Just the the visuals of it. I know Gabe said he wasn't particularly fond of it. I I, I don't mind it. I think uh, you and I both agreed though that they were leaning very heavily on like the futuristic look for it. You know what I mean? And uh, it looks like this, this is the best way I could describe it. It looks like if you're playing a video game, it looks like what a console would look like inside of that video game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So just so people know, oh yeah, that's that's got to be a gaming console because it's kind of futuristic looking and stuff like that. I don't 100% hate it. I know that a lot of people are in either in one camp or the other. Either they love it, love it, or they hate it, hate it. I'm closer to the love it, love it category. Uh, I could be just a fanboy. Y'all can tell me if I am. Um, You'd be a fanboy. That's fair. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> I, I, I own that. It is what it is. But uh, I like it. I quite enjoyed it. Um, I like the, the reveal for it, the whole little wavy thing. I thought that was very fascinating. And, uh, yeah, I, I think it looks good. And uh, what other pins do we have? Greg, what do you think? Um, I mean, I'm when it comes to consoles and whatnot, I'm not really a a, when it, a person that's like, oh, I like uh, the looks of it. Um, granted, the memes that are coming out about it is they're they're fucking phenomenal. But mm-hmm. like, Greg's just I'm, in life for the memes. Yeah, but like, I'm more of like you know how it performs and whatnot, and you know, I I stuck around with PlayStation. I had the first one, second one, third. I missed out on the fourth one because a little more expensive, and I was you know a broke college kid. But um. Mm-hmm. You know, I I enjoy the PlayStation exclusives, you know, and like I said, I'm not about looks, more about processing power, and at the end of the day, haters are going to hate. I mean, but for the PS1, everybody said it looked like a toy. The PlayStation 3, everybody everybody made fun of it for the fat one because it looked like a grill. Of course, you know, a grill, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also, the the first wave of them also behaved like a George Foreman grill. 
yeah, and then someone actually made it a grill. That's a, that's a good um, that was point. great. But yeah. um, yeah, we'll see how it performs, and um, you know, we're definitely going to talk about the exclusives, and there's a good good chunk of them. Yeah, but right, uh, yeah, that's my thought of them. The so, like, I mean, I, I am not up on the whole tech situation. Uh, and I'm sure you and Gabe could have a more extensive conversation. But how does it, like, in your in your opinion, like, how does it stack up? Like, do you think it's going? It's an advancement, or do you think it's kind of like a well? Like a, right off the bat, we have solid state drives in both Xbox Gen X and the PlayStation Five, which is going to mm. be massive for like loading times, game downloads, access read write times, things of that nature. Yeah. So, I mean, we already saw like the, the supposed Spider-Man demo where like the PlayStation Four took 29 seconds to boot into it, where the this one took like four or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So just by off that alone. I feel like you're going to spoil a lot of gamers and it's going to be a, like really hard going back to some of these like retro consoles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I it, like my my back already aches whenever I boot up the old 360, you know, for whatever reason. <laughs> and I can't imagine and those are both, you know, hard disk drives. So I can't imagine um going back from a solid state drive, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you, you got to account for that. And then like the whole my big thing is I, I don't hate the design fully. It does look like, I, I told you, my feelings is it, is it looks like that one episode of SpongeBob in the future where everything's chrome. I feel like that's the vibe <laughs> they were going for. Yeah. But like, why would you make the um, the digital only PS5 look so much better? It really does. <laughs> like leagues better. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And And yeah. then like you and I were discussing during the week where, well, if these things are going to be around the same price point, how are you going to balance this sort of stuff out? Because, mm-hmm. you know, w- with the exclusion of like a physical disk drive, you eliminate Blu-rays, DVDs, mm-hmm. and then actually like buying used games. Think about how big the used game market is, and you're essentially eliminating a whole player base from that. Like, let mm-hmm. that sink in. You know what I mean? For sure. And then, um, so 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 I guess what we're getting at is that the digital only one has to have a lot more memory yeah. right off the bat than the mm-hmm. physical one, and that's the only way to balance it. But I I want to say that's what Sony's going to do, but I got a feeling it's not. I feel like one's definitely going to be the cheaper option. You think so? You think the digital is going to come with the same memory? I, the... I think, yeah, I think right off the bat it'll be probably like 500 gigs to a terabyte. And then if you if you opt in for the digital only one, it'll probably be like $100 cheaper. I... Bro, I, I think at this point you got to put at least a Terra in there, even at the base at the base model. You can't, we you... talked about um, Call of Duty is officially 191 gigabytes on PC as of this week. It's it's ridiculous, you know. What I mean, like especially with games of that size, you know, you have to you have to make at least a Terra. Like, yeah, I mean, if you off. stick to 500, that means after yeah. your system settings, your uh, yeah. operating system and stuff, like what do you have left? Like probably in the what the. 400 range probably right yeah 400 maybe Ooh, maybe, uh, maybe higher 300 depending if you have a disc or not because if you have it all digital on your playstation you you have way less that's what i'm saying right so yeah they, they got to work that out um i said on twitter that <laughs> that the, the disc drive version looks like it has it's a, it's a playstation 5 with a tumor on it which it, it does kind of look like that and uh, I, would, I would agree that the digital looks much better. It just kind of streamlines the whole entire experience. But, but, but like, think about it. I feel like that's something we'd never thought about or like considered until now. If you buy the digital only one for whatever reason you want, you are effectively eliminated from the used game market. Yeah, that's Let true. That sink in. Well, I think that would. I think a lot of these this, the digital thing they would require not just um, you know the bigger memory, but I think it would need to require PlayStation Network to kind of get their shit together when it comes to optimizing their performance their bandwidth because you know i have good internet and even still it takes forever to download a fucking game you know what i mean 
And uh, it's more to do on their end than it does on mine. They need to figure that out. They need to find a way to get the best out of everybody's connections, you know, yep. to kind of, the kind of the what's the word I'm looking for to um, justify people doing a digital only service. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, I like I said, I quite enjoy the look of it, but they did announce a shit ton of games, uh, first party and not uh, in in the whole presentation, which I thought was the presentation itself was like very well put together. Um, just from kind of the presentation of it. Like, I don't know if you guys looked, saw the Xbox one a couple of months ago, but it was like a zoom call that we were looking at, you know, and, um, this was much more, much higher production quality. Um, and, uh, how they bounce from, uh, you know, from person to person. It was talking a spectacle. Yeah. Yeah. From talking about their games and stuff like that. And with that being said, we do have quite a few, uh, large announcements, uh, for the gaming. So let's talk about some of the bigger ones. I kind of wrote down a little list. But we'll talk about these in varying, uh, you know, in depth conversations, I'm sure, but let's go ahead and start about kind of the bigger one that they opened up with, which was Insomniac Games, uh, talking about Spider-Man Miles Morales, which I guess they clarified is an expansion on the currently existing Spider-Man game. What did you guys think? Good shit. Spider-Man did very well. Um, mm-hmm. and we know the whole Sony about thing. Keep, Keep cranking them out as long as they're of quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, same, nice. same thing. Yeah, I think it looked absolutely fantastic. Uh, I think it's a an interesting story to tell, and I kind of want to see how they integrate it with the overall narrative of the of the game. But with that being said, I kind of put this out of order. This is my fault, actually. But also, Insomniac Game was also behind Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Um, and what do you guys think of how this looked? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's another Ratchet and Clank game. I don't think anybody's going to sit there and say, no, you're going to ruin or follow the series. Like, I feel like the Ratchet and Clank guys are like, yeah, it only took fucking 15 years, but thank you. Yeah. <laughs> what was the last one? Deadlock? Oh. Or no, something on PS4 probably, didn't, yeah. Didn't they do like a reboot? There's a 2016 game, yeah. so four years. I thought oh. they did like a reboot or something like that version of it. Um, But yeah, I mean, Ratchet and Clank, I think one of the more underrated uh, PlayStation mascots, um, mascots just, for sure. Games? Yeah. No, I feel th- I feel like that one's for sure well known. <laughs> you think so? Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? Well, like I, I consider up my up uh, and click up their arsenal like one of the one of the best games I've ever played. So uh, I'm really looking forward to this. I think uh, it looked very cool. They were kind of using it as a way to kind of show off how quick things render, um, you know, in game, um, because they were jumping from timeline to timeline. It looks like and multiverse to multiverse and it looked really good it looked far better than what i think most people would expect <laughs> from a ratchet and clank game and uh and yeah like I said, it looks like they're jumping from the multiverse because clank gets separated from ratchet and there appears to be like a female version of ratchet out there and uh that was kind of what the the trailer left off on i think it looks like hell like a hell of a lot of fun so there is that now let's keep it moving uh a couple of other uh let's talk about uh what's called well, let's do thir- uh, third party stuff first. Our first party stuff. Let's talk about Horizon Forbidden West. So, Horizon Zero Dawn, I think most people would consider it one of the better games of this generation of console. And, um, they're opening up the new one. It looks like with a new Horizon, Her- Horizon Forbidden West, I think it looks phenomenal. What do you guys think? Yep. It looks fucking great. And it's going to be a quality game. I, <laughs> this is just one of those Ratchet and Clank situations where like the fan base is ready. Give them what they want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so Horizon Zero Dawn definitely was a spectacle of the mm-hmm. PlayStation 4 generation. 
Um, and then the creators behind it, Guerrilla Games. Um, I have not played because again, I have I, I never bought a PS4. But oh, by the way, um, their logo, Greg, is the gorilla on on the logo. I just wanted to. Is it now? Because uh, like I said, I, 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 well, I was gonna say <clears throat> I played Killzone. Yeah, I was like gonna say one, Killzone. two, and three, and. Uh, I haven't played Shadowfall. A little bit of it on my buddy's PS4, but not not like entirely. Because um, again, no PS4. But I was kind of surprised that Gorilla didn't actually make another Killzone. But at the same time, it makes sense from a marketing standpoint because Horizon Zero Dawn did so well. Mm-hmm. You know, why not make another? You know, see like sequel to it. Because um, uh, as as far as I recall, Shadowfall didn't really do well. So yeah. I'm a little disappointed that there's no new Killzone. But you know, if they're gonna make another Horizon game then i'm all for it yeah i think uh most people consider the most recent kill zone kind of more of like a demo of like the capabilities of the console and less so more of like a like actual a great game. game yeah like a great yeah. game um I, I consider my i like the kill zone games as well but i kind of put it in that category as well it, it was fun to play for a little bit but once it was over with it was over with and i think most people kind of saw through that uh, when it comes to the whole kill zone thing and kind of, I don't want to say it ruined the legacy of the game, but it definitely put like a, like a black eye on it. So when they came out with Horizon, I think, um, it's going to be taking the place of kill zone because it is kind of that, like you said, that spectacle, like that gigantic massive game that looks absolutely fucking beautiful. And, um, it's, I think it's going to operate in that kind of the same way, but I think they're going to pay a little bit closer attention to story because it is a very story centric game. Right. And, um, so just the things that we saw looked fucking phenomenal. So they should be proud. Um, yeah, because I was going to ask him. Like, Gorilla was the one that was for sure behind Killzone. So, yeah, yeah um, I think it looks great, man. Uh, they really came out swinging with the, some of the bigger ones. I think uh, there are things that are in the works than purely speculation, but I think there are other major PlayStation games that are probably in the works that they haven't announced yet that they're probably going to be doing on a later date. Like, I'm fully expecting relatively soon to them to announce the new God of War. Um, but there's that. So... Yeah, I want, that... an, I want another. Uh, you, you ever play the game Resistance? Like yes. Fall of Man? Oh mm-hmm. man, dude! After three, like three was three was a bop story wise. I really wish they made another one right off the bat. Yeah, I mean maybe maybe that's something that's coming down the, the pipeline. You know, because uh, obviously Naughty Dog's got their magnum opus coming out next week or this week, I guess. And um, I wonder what they're working on because I know they're not just working on The Last of Us. It's done. It's in the can. So what's next for them? You know what I mean? Last of Us yeah. Part Three. No, I don't. I I I really think they're gonna give it time to breathe, bro. I I really don't think they're gonna be doing that again anytime what, soon. They're making another, a game. It's a Rick and Morty game where you play as the pickle. <laughs> what about another Uncharted? Uh, I thought that, but uh, my only thing is, I think the Uncharted franchise is so tied into Nathan Drake in that they kind of capped his story so beautifully with four that you can't really bring him back unless right. they go unless they do it with the daughter which i think would be kind of interesting actually because she's the next the next drake you know um right. they're I working think... on an uh ikea store employee simulator that's dude oh are you trying God. to wrangle up um shoppers and then contain them within ikea oh is this the the Swedish chef uh, shame <laughs> Swedish chef game again hey, he's already wheezing <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, popcorn it, it could be. in the background. Yeah, God, I, I love the Muppets <laughs> rendition of popcorn. Why are you laughing? I don't know. That was funny. I'm sorry. So, uh, yeah. So I'm really interested in what Naughty Dog is doing uh, moving forward. They're uh, making Swedish meatballs. No, they're forward. not. No, they are not. And, Speaking uh, of, I bought some today. Oh yeah. Yeah. How'd that go? Good. Oh, I didn't make them yet, but. Oh, okay. Cool. 
All right, uh, let's move along. So they also showed a couple of indie games, which I thought was kind of par for what they normally do. They usually show us a couple of indie games. Some of them looked incredibly intriguing, uh, including the the little devil inside. I don't know if you guys saw that footage, but essentially it's like a they were telling like a like a two prong story where one of is just an old man living like a mundane life, and inside of him internally is going out like this crazy adventure kind of going on inside of him. I don't know if it's like physically or if it's just going on in his head, but I thought it was fucking hilarious with some of the things that they showed. So I would definitely recommend checking that out. Um, there was also, uh, Ken Up Bridge of Spirits. Did you guys see this? No. All right. So this is looking like, um, kind of in the same vein as like a kind of an action adventure platforming kind of a game and looks phenomenal. Uh, the adventures of Sackboy. Did you guys see that? The, the guy from a uh, little big planet is getting his own little platformer, multiplayer platform game. Um, which is, I guess, uh, I guess will be operating as the next little big planet game, I guess. Uh, if you're into that, I wasn't really into it, but you know, it exists for people and people liked it, obviously. Um, to the kids. Yep. There was that. Um, and a couple of, uh, third party stuff, Hitman three, they showed some of that, uh, which I thought looked pretty good. What do you guys think about Hitman three? Mm. Hitman. Um, yeah, we gotta sit down and figure out what the fuck is going on with this series. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't they make another Splinter Cell? Well, we've been fucking asking for that for like how many Gabe, How many years have we been asking for that? As long time? as this podcast has been alive, <laughs> so going on year five. Yeah, that's we've been asking for a new fucking Splinter Cell for quite some time. Uh, honestly, I'm surprised that they've shown the restraint to not do a fucking full blown just remaster of the first couple of games. Even just Chaos Theory, man. Yeah, something. You know, I'm surprised that they haven't jumped down that well yet, but. Um, yeah, it's been incredibly quiet on the, on the Ubisoft front when it comes to um, this next Splinter Cell game, just because they keep shitting out Ghost Recon games that are trash, and uh, the Division, which was also trash, and all these things. You know, um, Ubisoft was pretty quiet. Well, we all know. I think Gabe showed me that they're bringing officially bringing Siege to the next gen, um, which I thought was pretty intriguing. Um, so there's that, and GTA Five. And GTA 5 for the seventh year in a row. GTA 5 has stayed alive. And uh, good good for them, man. Shit. Yeah, I, I saw a meme where it's like the original Seven trilogy. Years, and, yeah. Yeah, with like GTA. What was it? Vice City, San Andreas, and then 4. And then the other, like the other half is all GTA 5. It's like, I get it. You can support the game for a while. and You can do a lot of things. But come on, man. Like, yeah. We're going to need a new setting sometime. Yeah. I, I started to see it. I'm like, oh, is this GTA 6? Are they going to announce GTA 6? And it's like, no, it's just fucking 5 again. Jesus Christ. Like, how many generations has, has the 5 been on? I think, didn't it come out in 2015? It was on the PlayStation 3, 360, Three. the 1, the 4, and now the 5 and X. So it's been on the... This is Three be, gens. This would be his third generation of being around. That's, that's This might be the longest lasting um, video game that's not a remaster or remake. Yeah. Single game that's been supported throughout. I mean, more power to them, I guess, but fuck, bro. They, they can put that love into Red Dead Redemption for, for crying out loud. But, um, there is that. Uh, yeah, the, I, I didn't put it on there because it's, it's fucking, it's the same game, really. Come on now. You know, uh, and they got people incentives to try to stick around with it, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, but there's that. Godfall, we saw a little bit of that. Um, I think it looked interesting. It looks kind of like a hack slash kind of got early God of War ish kind of game. Ghostwire, do you guys see that? I'm not. No. It's like a it's like a Ghostbusters, but like you're shooting lasers with your hands and like a magic kind of a situation. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And uh, Demon Souls remake. 
What do we think? Cool. Um, oh yeah. Souls games. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Demon Soul kicked my ass on the PS3, and I'm, my, I'm probably gonna pick up a PS5 so it kick my ass again. <laughs> yeah, man. Can I have some more, sir? That's Greg going to the PlayStation to get his ass kicked by Demon Souls again. Um, they're gonna so beat the- him with oars because they thought they said, "Can I get some oars?" <laughs> There's <laughs> that, and uh, I think one of the other bigger things that came out of it is Village, which uh, they kind of set it up to be like, "Oh, I guess it's a new IP," but now. It is the new Resident Evil game, Resident Evil 8, which is subtext is Village. What do you guys think about that? Fun, 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 fun. It's giving me some serious um, RE4 vibes in a way. It feels like a very good like spiritual successor in some methods. Um, and you know, we kind of discussed the controversy behind that. But uh, I'm still a little iffy on first-person Resident Evil games. I mean, they work well. I mean, obviously, you know, kind of Resident Evil 7 also brings like some Outlast uh vibes mm-hmm. to it yeah but uh i mean if it, it it looks good i'm definitely you know down to play it i mean i never really touched Reno's you know seven i i've been you know definitely interested in the remakes like two and three but i'll definitely give this one a try yeah for sure i think uh what's most interesting about it if they're gonna do resident evil in the first person kind of style there needs to be like a virtual reality aspect to it and yeah they have, they have not announced anything for the five when it comes to vr so my that's my question is what's the what's the play on that you know right but overall I would say I would grade the PlayStation experience very highly I think they did a great job um like I said the presentation the music uh and the games that they showed I think were a good quality set of games and I think it's just the beginning you know I think we'll be getting a lot more news more, moving forward and uh, now the ball is in Xbox Court to see if they can uh if they can show up you know they bring back uh, they bring back Starhawk oh man. You're in? Def- definite, definite buy for the PS5. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see on that. Uh, I'm like I said, I'm fairly impressed. Slightly worried that they didn't give me a price yet. Um, it kind of scares me a little bit, but I guess we'll have to wait and see about that. So with that being said, that concludes that portion of the, the podcast. We got a couple other things to talk about. All right. So they, uh, Smite updated the new arena, right? Uh, it looks absolutely fantastic. Cthulhu also has dropped. Uh, who looks pretty fucking intimidating in that ultimate form? Uh, yeah. So I'm. A, I just wanted to throw that out there because it looks really fucking cool. Gabe, did you see it by chance or no? No, I haven't gotten a good look at anything by High Res in the past week or so. Yeah, I would check it out. Uh, Cthulhu looks like a lot of fun. Obviously, a guardian, and they made it that trailer for him. Look, he was like super intimidating looking. So I'm glad. Obviously. So there's that. Battlefield Six, I guess, is coming down the pipeline. Greg, I know you have opinions on this. What do you think? Uh, I'm still a little salty that they stopped supporting Battlefield 5, especially since the last update they finally gave the fans a good chunk of what they wanted. Uh, more importantly, realistic looking uniforms, uh, for the English and German sides. Everybody should have break. It's hilarious because the Battlefield 5 subreddit literally went from like pillage and burn to, oh my god, please bring back support. Both that and the Battlefront 2 subreddits. It's fucking hilarious. But, um, there's speculations going on around about what the what Battlefield 6 might be. Some people are saying it's going to be a Battlefield 3 remake. I'm definitely down for that as long as they get rid of that. Well, I don't know. I, I still don't know how I feel about the Battlefield 3 blue tinge. I'm a little... I like it. It gives it a nice aesthetic, but at the same time, it's, the game's so fucking blue with the HUD and everything. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely down for a Battlefield 3 remake. Um, I yeah, really I... wish they did. They bought back the Bat Company series, but... Mm. Uh, you know, that's still a wet dream of mine. So, yeah, I yeah, heard we'll see the, what this holds. 
I heard it was supposed to be a um like a modern a modern shooter. Like yeah, not, and yeah. and that's good because I think with World War II again, history's in the past. You know, a lot of people are going to be butthurt about like especially like how Battlefield Five was, because um, the events already happened and everybody wants it to be historically accurate. With modern settings, you have more freedom to do in whatever setting you want. You know, most likely it's going to be USA and Russia, bad guys versus good guys, like mm-hmm. it usually is. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only that, but the weapons, man, like the customization that they had in Battlefield Four, insane. I want to see that same level of detail. I love like just having everything unlocked because that that's what brings me back to battlefield 4 i mean you you can have every gun unlocked right you know mm-hmm. but the way you can just customize it just makes it a completely new gun and it's so fun to just roll around with that so i'm definitely glad they're going back to the modern setting for sure it gives a lot more breathing room very cool yeah i, I think it's uh, i think it's time uh, i think we've uh we've, we've played around in the past for the last couple of games and um, I think it's time to kind of bring it back to where, where, where we are currently. I think it'd be kind of interesting. Like you said, you could kind of play with the narrative all you want, you know, um, you could do whatever you want with it. You can put like North Korea or stuff like that into it and, you know, have fun. So there's that. Uh, apparently I forgot to put this on the list, but apparently we have some Call of Duty leaks for the next gen or for the next game. Uh, I guess it's supposed to be Blackouts of Vietnam. Blackouts Vietnam, I think is what it was supposed to be called. Some early footage leaked. Um, I want to say something real quick about that because uh, the free games of the month for PlayStation are both uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 and uh, Call of Duty World uh, World War 2. And I played World War 2 for a little bit. I downloaded it. I'm like, eh, it's been a while since I played it. And it felt fine. But I will say, jumping from World War 2 back into Modern Warfare, the new one, you could definitely feel the difference in the engine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it, like, it's, it's hard to put words to it, but there is a difference. It feels completely different than the other one. It's actually... With the old uh, World War Two, it feels very clunky compared to what we got going on now. So I think they've definitely refined that. There's definitely some changes on the engine front on that. So Who's, whose turn is it to make the new call? Is it is it this, Treyarch? I'm assuming this, now. Yeah, this or would be Treyarch because it was Sledgehammer then, and now it's Infinity so it's Treyarch. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if it's Vietnam, they're definitely familiar with it because they touched base with Vietnam in the first Black Ops. So yeah, you actually you actually missed one because they did have a, a Black Ops game that that was the most recent one. Sledgehammer got kicked out of the rotation. Oh, really? I thought they did. Oh, did they? So it they was, just did World War Two, and that's it. Well, they they did uh, Advanced Warfare. They did yeah, that one. They and did World War Two. World War Two, and then uh, they were they were supposed to be next uh, in the list, but I guess with disagreements with Activision and how the game looked, uh, they bumped them out and said, "Okay, uh, just whatever you got, toss it, and you're gonna be helping uh, Treyarch get caught up." with the new game which again so they, I, so they turned into the next raven studio yeah so it was essentially what they were kind of to begin with you know um that was their original intent they were originally just helping out uh but i guess they showed promise with the you know with advanced warfare i guess to kind of break up the the two the two studio rotation and now they're they were at the three and now they're back to two they're back to the main two uh alternating year by year which i think honestly i think it should take a year off um, ass. Yeah, and um, they should definitely give us some time to kind of work on it, especially since they got canceled, since they got pushed up. You know, a a, a game, a year. Right. Um, they should probably take a break, give them a break. But we all know how this works. Activision's not going to allow that to happen. So they got to keep the fucking uh, money machine turning. So it is what it yeah. is. We'll see uh, what, what Treyarch cranks out. In my opinion, they've been kind of in a downhill spiral uh, from the first Black Ops to four. So, but we'll we'll see what they crank out. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, with that being said, again, I didn't put this on here. We have the new season of Modern Warfare up. Uh, Gabe, have you played any of it yet? No, I'm treating Call of Duty like I treat most of my girlfriends. Ignore them until the problem goes away. Fair enough. Uh, but me and Greg have played a little bit. Greg, what's your, what's your overall feeling so far? I know we both, <laughs> we're both in about halfway through this battle pass. Uh, no, not even halfway, but you know, barely Quarterly. just started. Quarterly. Yeah, just started up this battle pass. And, uh, what do you think so far, buddy? Uh, definitely love what they're doing with the mill skim skins, mills, military, well, yeah, mill sim skins. I can't, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like a mill sim skim milk. Yeah, skim milk. Yeah, skim beeble. Um, <laughs> I, I definitely love what they're doing with those. Um, you know, uh, Jake definitely hates that I bitch about this, but I, you know, it's modern warfare and I don't like, like the flashy outfits, like the fucking dude with the cop outfit with the cowboy hat. It's so stupid, but anyways, <laughs> you know, th- that's freaking amazing. I, I'm a lot, I love that they're doing that. Um, mm-hmm. the new gun additions, the Galil and the Fennec, um, the, va- <laughs> the Vector, the Vector, the Vector fucking shreds. Um, I haven't yeah, picked up the Galil, but Jake's had some play time with it after, I'm guessing knocking someone out and fucking yes. picking it up. Fennec's amazing. Bull shreds. Definitely need that 40 round mag. And yeah. this battle, this battle pass looks spicy. I went through the whole thing. All the variants look actually interesting and cool. So can't wait to unlock those, you know, mm-hmm. new season and new weapons. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I like some of the, uh, the changes to the war zone. They changed some of the, the gun lineups, which I'm glad they got rid of the fucking Uzi. Cause who the fuck would pick that up? I like and, the Uzi. Ah, not in fucking war zone though. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I would overall, I'd agree with you. I, I like, so there's like a, I think a sunset something or other, uh, blueprint. It's an LMG. It looks absolutely beautiful. Uh, they yeah. have some, some really sweet looking guns in this and, oh. uh, we like it, man. It's, it's good stuff. Uh, oh, the, file, go ahead. The scrapyard remake, bro. Oh yeah. Let's talk about that. Um, they made some, <laughs> they, they brought back scrapyard. It's on a 24 seven playlist, playlist right now. Uh, me and Greg have both uh, kind of agreed on a particular opinion that it doesn't exactly feel like scrapyard, uh, yeah. from, uh, from, uh, Modern Warfare 2, uh, especially aesthetically, like it's very different looking. It's very bright. Um, which I think, I, I don't know if I agree with necessarily with that choice, but they did the same thing with Hardhat, Hardhat from uh, Modern Warfare 3. Uh, they did the same thing where they kind of brightened it up, which I get it, but, um, I don't know. I think that, that kind of late day, uh, going into the evening look was very important to the kind of the aesthetic of the map. And I think, uh, you kind of pinpointed it that it, fe- it feels different. I don't know how if you, if you could try to care to explain it again, but it does feel very different. So, um, I guess I'll go from spawn points. So if you're looking at a top down variant of the map, what they did is that I'm going to go, I'm going to be talking from the right spawn perspective. So the original, the right spawn, like on the right hand side, you had the burning oil, right? And mm-hmm. then building in asynchronous order like that. Mm-hmm. And on the left side, it was building and then that like, or like antenna satellite array. What they essentially did was take both those sides, flip them, and then they did, they rotated in 180. So now when, when you spawn on the right and you go to the right side, you'll see the antenna array first and then the building. Mm-hmm. And if you go to the left side, you'll see the building first and then the burning like oil pile. So that's a interesting layout that they have going on. I don't know why they rotated like that. And like, I want to, I want to, I want to hear how that board meeting went, but cause that's, <laughs> it's interesting that they did that. But you know, I, overall, I, I do enjoy the scrapyard remake. Yeah, it's not it's not too bad. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's all right. I mean, I, I don't mind it too much. 
Um, they also have this new trench warfare kind of game mode. It's 3v3 in a very small map that's very trench-based. That's fun. Uh, I enjoy that. Maybe we'll hop in a little bit later, but there's that. And uh, overall, I think we all agree that the Battle Pass looks very cool. It looks like um, they're going to, uh, next season, get the new Warzone map up. Um, they're talking about... You, you, well, how do you say it? Azurkistan or something like that? Azurkistan. Yeah, it's going to be the next Warzone map. They're going to redo the whole entire thing, just about, it looks like. Uh, which is fine, because I think the current Warzone map is starting to get a little stale. Um, and all that good stuff. So. Support an Apex. Yeah, so they're going to drop, they're going to drop a nuke, literally, because that's like all this, the, the, the Easter egg stuff is all leaning towards a nuke being dropped on Bergenstan Ver- or whatever the fuck the name of the map is. And, uh, yeah, and I guess we're going to be moving on to the next one. So. All interesting stuff, some very cool looking uh, gear, and like I said, weapons, the Galil, which I can't wait to get my hands on because it feels nice every time I pick it up. I'm excited, and it should be good. All right, next up, uh, who is this? Uh, I put this on here. Have you guys heard of Metal Hellsinger? No. It's a rhythm-based hardcore FPS shooter, and it feels like Doom. Um, so the guns themselves have the rhythm, and you got to keep the beat going, I, I guess you can say, by continuously shooting these demons and multiplying your score and things of that nature. And, you know, upon initial glance, I was like, man, this feels like a Doom knockoff. But I think it took some of the more interesting parts of Doom and made it into, um, I, I guess, something unique. Because Doom is heavy on the music, right? But at the end of the day, it's not a rhythm-based game. Yeah. Whereas a big mechanic of this is a rhythm-based game. And so, obviously, it features things like a metal soundtrack, demon slaying, things of that nature. But I do think that this is a pretty cool idea where it's taking bits and pieces from some of the better kind of aspects of video games that we've liked in the past couple of years. So check out Metal Hellsinger. Um, there's, it's not out, out yet. We do have a little bit of footage, but I think it seems interesting enough that we'll watch its career grow with interest. All right, cool. Yeah, that, that sounds interesting. Uh, did we finally get Code Orange on a, on a demon killing, uh, <laughs> a demon killing game? You know, yeah. I, I initially saw it because, um, the, the ad said like, Oh, it's death metal. I'm like, this is, this is really not death metal, but okay. Um, I'd love to get more hardcore bands on video games always, forever and always, but <laughs> I don't know if the uh, soundtrack is original or what they're doing with it, but you should definitely check it out. I will Rect- defi- Rectal, definitely Rectal check Rectal it out. Yeah, there you go. Now we're thinking. So yeah, so there's that. Greg, you, just, you literally just added us on here. What, what, he what uh, he ninja diffused. He did. And this dude going to spend an hour talking about Destiny. No, yeah. I'm not. Just give me a phone call. I'm going to sleep. This guy. <laughs> All right, so um, in Destiny news, Destiny literally, I believe it was this Tuesday, and their vid doc, they announced the new DLC coming up in the fall, as well as support for 2021 and 2022, um, and a couple other interesting things. So first off, the the new season, Season of Arrivals, is about, for at least everybody that knows like what Destiny 2 is, like what's going on currently in the Destiny 2 universe. Um the darkness has officially reached the soul system and they are attacking Io uh, at the moment. And right now we're obviously going to try to find a way to combat that. So the whole season arrival deals with uh, f- trying to figure out what this darkness is and they set up public events, all that stuff. And new season looks pretty fun. Um, and then in the fall, this is, this is the big chunky stuff. We're going to Europa boys. Uh, so the whole season, if they, if they're finally doing a lot of good things, the original story from D2, uh, involving the Exo Stranger, she's coming back and it looks like they're gonna continue that arc as well as the, looks like this is kind of sort of fallen darkness based because the main villain, Aramis, yeah. is going to be, uh, kind of 
dicking around in the pyramid ship that's on Europa. And for those who don't know, Aramis is the fallen um, that's trying to unite the House of Devils, and and she was featured in the Outbreak Perfected secret mission uh, that where they were trying to steal the Siva tech and outbreak per outbreak for perfected. And then we got it back. So I'm cool that they're bringing these, this stuff back. Um, and they're kind of continuing instead of just kind of starting a storyline and, you know, kicking it off and not having any explanation about that. There's sort of hints that Varix might be coming back. And the last time we heard about him was in the beginning of forsaken as well as a new subclass. Um, I, I forgot what the, the subclass name is called um, Stasis. Stasis. So it looks kind of darkness based. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, as well as they announced again 2021-22 support with the DLCs coming with, called Witch the Witch Queen in 2021 and then Lightfall in 2022. Um, they're also going to dump a couple planets in the new fall uh, DLC. They're going to drop, I believe, it's Nessus, Io, Mars, and Mercury uh, to make room for the new planets uh, because Destiny 2 at this get, at this point has been out since 2017 and to continue support they got to obviously decrease the game so they're going to put it in the new thing called the Destiny Content Vault, DCV, right? Yeah, DCV, um, which they're going to put it back in and then maybe keep it around for future dates um, to release it back in. Um, they're also going to be doing that stuff with that with D1. Uh, in the fall, we're also looking to see a return to the Cosmodrome from Destiny 1, which is going to be tight. Uh, my only nitpicking thing is that I hope that the Fallen in the Cosmodrome are not House of Dusk and instead are House of Devils. Um, because that's what the original Fallen House that was occupying the Cosmodrome was. Um, they will also be bringing back the Vault of Glass raid from Destiny 1 in year 4. Which, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> which sounds extremely exciting. Um, hoping that the drops are the same. Vex with the Class and Fatebringer. Everybody loves those from Destiny 1. Um, so yeah, big, big new things coming for Destiny 2. And finally, Jake soon can play with me and Gabe on PC. Because uh, not at the moment. They're announcing... Crossplay between PS4 and PS5 and Xbox One and Xbox Series X, if that's what they're still calling it. But then later on down the line, they're going to try to bring everything together, you know, into the big kahuna where PC, PS4, and Xbox players can all play with one another. So maybe me and Gabe can finally get a trials match going, you know, a nice little three <laughs> stack where we can, you know, pick up a card and try and, you know, get the new weapons, the adept weapons that they're going to be bringing into the game. Nice. Wow, he went off. Yeah, he gave you. You were right, man. He went off on that thing. He's horny for Destiny, bro. <laughs> Apparently, all right. I mean, nothing wrong with that. I mean, it is America. It's okay to be wrong. But um, here oh we are. Oh my god, <laughs> man, I'm unfollowing you on Twitch, bro. <laughs> I'm talking about second city kids back down to zero followers. <laughs> no, I got four now. Fuck you. All right, so, uh, <laughs> so there's that. So this Star Wars Squadrons Pilots Wanted. Uh, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, right, Greg? So yeah. what what is this? This is basically Rogue Squadron Reborn? Is this, is this what you're talking uh, this about? This is a... Uh, we don't know what it is. I slapped it on here. It's a new fighter pilot game. Yeah, it's a new fighter There's pilot gonna game. It's going to have a campaign. It's going to be primarily focused on multiplayer, though. The reveal's already out, though? I thought it was tomorrow. It was the 13th, so yesterday. No, if I go on YouTube. You go on, on YouTube. Don't... You're about to don't feel stupid I legitimately just checked this morning, and there was still, like, a <laughs> premiere waiting thing. Star Wars. Come on, man. I'm like horny uh, for Star Wars too. Oh, and here we go. Let's see. Tune in June 15th in 15 hours premiere on on the official EA Star Wars YouTube channel. Yeah, just like I said, in 15 hours, bro. For less. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, dude, suck the fart out of my ass, Gabe. <laughs> Gabe, he said that at least 20 times yesterday. At least. I I'm, I don't know why he fucked that up today, but whatever. 
<laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's that's interesting. I was a big fan of Rogue Squadron on the on the N sixty four, and I know they had one on a what was it called? What was that thing called the GameCube as well? So yeah, I, I'm, what, what I'm was that strange thing? Oh yeah, yeah. The GameCube. I was I'm totally down for this. I'm, I'm excited, and hopefully, uh, it's cool. Yeah, we can finally, you know, Starfighter Assault and Battlefront 2 hasn't seen love in the last three years, so getting a dedicated game due to, you know, two star fighting, fighting in stars, I could finally, you know, pimp out my TIE fighter and go shit on some rebels, so that'd be I fun. I too like great. to beat the shit out of stars. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So, here we are. Music news and reviews. Okay. So this is not, this is not you, the first No, one? this is me. Um... You know, over the past couple of weeks, lots of um, allegations of rape, sexual assault, and things of that nature. And music, and two musicians in the scene. And I feel like we got to have this talk once a year on this podcast. But we are not a political sweet, podcast. Sweet baby Jesus, keep your dick in your pants. <laughs> ask for consent. That's all we're gonna fucking say. <laughs> I'm not gonna bring up any of the accusations because there's been a lot brought to yeah. light, even in the past couple of days. Yep. Um, y'all are grown ass adults. Y'all are better than this. Correct. Speaking about being better than this, let's talk about End and their new record called Splinters from the Ever Changing Face. Um, okay. So once a year, there is that brutal, nasty, super heavy album that comes out. Last year was sanctioned. This year it's going to be End by no fucking contest here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I I think this might be the shortest album review. I ever give on this podcast, but this this thing is so metal. Gabe it, like it, Gabe it, good. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is so metal. It cured my anemia. I give it an A minus. <laughs> Check it out. I, I honestly I haven't done the, the in depth listen through. I have listened to to it, but I haven't done like the deep dive yet. Uh, all I will say is what I've heard so far. I definitely enjoyed, and I definitely want would recommend everybody check it out. Um, but I, yeah, I don't have the deep, the deep review they gave did, I guess, but, uh, you know, let me do the, let me do the, the shorter version of mine. Jacob like, Jacob like things go boom, a minus. <laughs> so there is that next up, another big, kind of a big release, uh, believe from within their new album fractures, uh, came out and the thing fucking smacks, the thing smacks like the nuns at fucking Catholic school. It's Jesus nice. <laughs> it's nice. It's thick. Kind of like, a. The kielbasa that you guys had that I wasn't invited to last night. So I told you he'd be upset, man. <laughs> I Why didn't you invite him, Greg? Juice, bro. Fucking juice, man. It's always See? juice. Y'all fucking up. All right. Whatever. It's cool. No big deal. Um, so, yeah. Definitely an, an album worth checking out. They had uh, – I forgot which song it was. Let me get it pulled up real quick. There was a song out that I visibly went, whoo, the, uh, the other night listening to it. I think it was – no, Pathfinder. Pathfinder, yeah. that The second song, I'm just like, sweet, Jesus. And it kind of had that video game intro. It was kind of sick, dude. It's fucking sick, bruh. So Fractures, slapping, slapping away at it. And it's good stuff, right? So I would give this a B plus for right now. I think it has the opportunity to grow. Uh, but for right now, my initial listen through, pretty, 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 pretty goddamn solid. Good copy, sir. All right. Next up, singles of the week. We have two, uh, well, of the last couple of weeks. Uh, Northlane has, I guess it's a bonus track. Uh, off of Alien, and now we normally I have a very strong opinion about bonus tracks. Bonus tracks are songs that weren't good enough to make the album, but here we are talking about it, and I like it. It's nothing crazy. It definitely would have been like a mid tier song on the album, but I think it's pretty good. And uh, Enemy of the Night, North Lane, doing God's work. I've t- talked about that last year. There's a reason why they were my album of the year. 
And uh, I like me some North Lane, so it's all good stuff. Good copy. Upon a Burning Body dropped a single called 5x3. Um, clearly, they can tell that their prior album upset a lot of OG fans. And now they're going back to <laughs> what made them great. What made San Antonio so great. Yep. Um, it channels very much. I, I think it's a nice balance. It channels very much the energy from their earlier albums, but it still shows kind of that musical maturity and growth. Mm-hmm. I guess that was the only upside of the previous album. So I guess we'll see where they go from here because uh, I heard this. I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah, I, I liked it. I jammed it too. I played it a couple of times. I'm like, yeah, there you go. That's that's a little bit more what I want from my uh, Upon a Burning Body. And it's all pretty good stuff. Good. Cappy. So, righty. So that was this week's episode of the Second City Kids podcast. Uh, thank you guys for joining us for episode 158. We'll be back for 159. 159. <laughs> as soon as we can. All right. Like I said. <laughs> yeah, like I said, we're going to talk we we will run the show when we got stuff to talk about. I'm not going to pressure us into talking about three topics every single week if we don't have stuff to talk about, all right? So, we are uh yeah, this was this was a good one. Um so with that being said, hey man, I've been streaming on Twitch, guys. So follow me. Yeah, I promise I have fun. I uh, what what did you say earlier today, Greg? I was what? Oh, you're zesty. Zesty. That was you're the, pretty zesty, man. Yeah, hey, I finally I, saw what Jake looks like I, in real life. It's nothing what I told oh, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not, not didn't picture him like that, but you know, <laughs> so cute. You ever, you ever seen the goat on your dad's farm, and it has that like long ass beard, and yeah. it just like look at you, yeah, and you, you look yeah. at it, and you're like, bah, follow me on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> you, do, you do have them fucking eyes of a goat, though. I you do, I know. I am teddy bear eyes, bro. Because I am the goat. Anyways, uh, so yeah, I've been streaming. Uh, I'm gonna be just streaming every Sunday through Tuesday because those are the days I'm off work. Uh, for a couple hours every single day, uh, please stop by. We had, we had fun, uh, today, especially if, uh, my, uh, my comrades are in the chat. We're going to try to make things goofy today. Uh, Greg built me a, built me a class, the odd class, which I, <laughs> I must admit. Why would sh- you let him build you a class? No, but, Jesus. but here's the deal. This, this one actually slapped. It really what did. What was it? Throwing it, knife? Uh, no, 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 no. Riot no. shield? No, it was, uh, it was just an odd class with the five, five, six rounds. And what, what was the, the lightweight barrel, right? Uh, 407 and, lightweight, yeah. Yeah. And it, it was, it was good. I dropped six, a 60 bomb, right? Yeah. Uh, with, 59. We'll, yeah, we'll round it up. Though. Yeah. Well, I dropped a 60 bomb. See, wait, 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 why you got to do that for, bro? Um, yeah, uh, tomorrow, Jake will be doing a push up for every death in the well, domination we, match. We should do that. That'd be fun. Alrighty. Uh, but yeah, so feel free to stop by. I mean, I'm more than willing to do uh, custom classes and stuff like that. Uh, and I think it'll be fun. Uh, hopefully my friends will be able to join me on the stream as well. But Stop yeah, by not. and uh, tell Jake why Vanna went downhill after Davey joined. <laughs> no, I'm playing. We love Davey Muse. It's just the one way to upset him. Shut the prime to have Jake do whatever you want because he, he just wants that galil. This dude will strip down and fucking suck on popsicle sticks for all we know. Tuesday, we got two heads of lettuce. Yeah, right? <laughs> gotta He's just going to eat them on stream. So there, there, yeah, so there's that. And uh, next week, I will be ditching Call of Duty for the weekend. Because The Last of Us Part Two will be out, and I will be streaming my whole entire experience with the game. Ooh, so stay away from s- chat, man. I feel like yeah. people are going to spoil it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. Um, hopefully, they, yeah, hopefully they don't. And um, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, uh, if you want to see a grown man cry, uh, go ahead That's and check pathetic out pathetic cry. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and check out that live stream next week. But yeah, uh, thank you guys for joining us, and we will see you next time around. Deuces. Maybe. Thank you guys for joining us this week on the Second City Kids Podcast. 
You can like us on iTunes, Google, anywhere else podcasts are found. Any comments, questions, or concerns, you can email us at secondcitykids at gmail.com. Until next week, folks, deuces. Deuces.